Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there, spooksters, and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica, and as always, I'm joined by my favorite person, Tara. Hey, spooksters. Today we are doing another installment, and I see no end in sight for these until we have hit 50, and then we might, who knows what we'll do. But we are going to be (laughs) talking about the scariest urban legends from Massachusetts today. Yes. Again, how I'm picking this is because I don't want to hurt people's feelings, is uh, I'm just... There's a generator online that mm-hmm, literally mm-hmm. has all 50 states and I'm keeping track of the ones we've already done and just clicking and then being like, this is the one we're doing. And then we Google them. So mm. yeah, that way nobody is like, they didn't pick my state. Mm. We'll get, we're going to do all of them. Don't worry. <laughs> we, got, we got the weeks. We got the time. We there. Mm-hmm, we got mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. My God, this will take two years. I just realized that. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> it's going to take longer because <laughs> we're not good. We'll eventually want to do, like, haunts and stuff. <laughs> That's a long time. It's going to be a minute, guys. So strap in for a minute. It's good. It's good. Damn. It's educational. And maybe you'll want to travel. Who knows? Yeah. Or if you're unable to, this kind of, I don't know, it's interesting and it's fun. <laughs> also, like, I like these two because it's like, you could live in an area and be like, oh, my God, that's like an hour away from me. I didn't even know that existed. And have a new fun, like, weekend activity. I love it. We're going to be talking about Massachusetts. But before we do that, if you want to hang out with us on social media, you can do so by heading over to Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter. And our handle is at Three Spooked Girls. We also have an amazing Facebook group. You should definitely go check it out. It is Three Spooked Girls Official, obviously on Facebook. And it is where we announce. We announce everything in there first. It goes in there. That's where we do book exchanges, book club. That's where we announce the gift, like when we do Secret Satan or Secret Santa or mug or book exchange, whatever we're doing, we announce it there first. We also love it because you get to interact with other spooksters that are part of this like fun, amazing community that we've helped build here on the internet. Having a little slice of like having a place where you can go to talk about things that you enjoy, like true crime and paranormal and know that other people are going to want to hear it too. But also know that like Tara and I and our mods, thank you so much to our mods, you know, for holding it down, are really trying to create like a safe place on the internet so that people can come. Like we have a zero bullying tolerance. We mm-hmm. will kick you out. Think I don't think we've yeah. had to so far. Like I don't think, I think like maybe once. Maybe once. Yeah, maybe maybe once. once. And I think it was me being bullied. So <laughs> <laughs> even then I was like, 
you know me, guys. I'm like, oh, no, we're going to stop that. But, you know, that kind of thing. So, like, we really want to have a safe place where other like-minded people can come and talk. And you and we do things like, I love when people are like, let's do a mug. Like, what is, what mug is everyone using today? Or, like, what coffee are we drinking? Like, what's going on in the world? Like, what are you doing on a Saturday? And people are dropping. Or, like, I love when people are like, what are your pets? Right? Like <laughs> Me too. Oh and then, gosh, like, all of a sudden fun. you have, like, all these pets and you get to see all these people in their worlds. And... I don't know, if you don't belong to the Facebook group, and here's the thing, I know that a lot of a lot of younger listeners probably are like, I don't use Facebook. Then go it's follow fine. me on TikTok. <laughs> well, I was gonna get there. Stop it. No, I'm saying if they if if someone has some 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 comment, I have one right back. I have an alternative for you. My alternative was suck it up and use Facebook for our group. Oh. I mean, yeah, that's a fact. You don't have to fuck with like anybody else. You can just yeah, come hang yeah, out with us. Fine. I mean, we yeah. might, if you just make a Facebook page, we might be like, because you have to like request to be in there. We might be like, are you a real person? Oh, are yeah. Just make sure you answer money? the questions. That's yeah. all. That's a big thing. Help our mods out. Like our moderators are so great. I love them. They are fantastic. In fact, as we're speaking, I'm getting it. We're getting a message from one of them. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. in real time, we just found out. We just recorded an episode. I think it's already up. The first, yes, it will yeah. last Thursday. It would have already yeah. been up. Yeah, mm-hmm. where we just found out that Lori Vallow is, you know, guilty officially. Yeah. Goodbye. We're very happy home. about it today. Yeah, <laughs> and Girl, so finally. because of that, in our mod chat, we're talking about that. So it's it's great. Come join the Facebook group. It's a fun time. We have a, we're in there. I know that sometimes, and no shame to those, or no like no like shade to anyone. But a lot of times you go into like a Facebook group or things like I belong to Facebook groups where like the content creators aren't in there. Tara and I are in there. So if you want to interact with us, mm-hmm. give me, please know that I take a little bit longer to respond. <laughs> <laughs> our, I swear to God, our mods are always like when I just reply in our group message, they're like, holy shit, she exists. <laughs> I love you guys though. <laughs> and I read everything. I just read it when it pops up on my wrist. Mm. Anyway, back to what we were doing. So join the Facebook group. Like Tara mentioned a minute ago, if you are on the TikTok and you, or you do what a lot of people do and just like watch creators on TikTok, you should be following Tara. She has an amazing TikTok where she goes into Please. a lot of cases. <laughs> she keeps track of a lot of things that we don't do here on the pod because mm-hmm. they're more like either they're like too small of cases or they're just ongoing updates. Right. Her handle is spooky underscore sleuth. Definitely check her out. If you want to look at mine, I don't think I've posted in over a year. I don't know what my last TikTok was, but <laughs> I'm scared to look I just, and see. It's fine. She just goes on there because I sent her like 50 and then she gets her own curated FYP. It's fine. Seriously, <laughs> you guys know that like meme where it's waiting for your, it's like that TikTok. It's like waiting for my friend to like open and look at all the tic- Literally, the other day I opened up, I hadn't been on like, I hadn't been on for like maybe three weeks. Oh my god. Tara had there was over a hundred <laughs> See it's a love language. And then also when, you know, my favorite thing to do is like at night if I smoke weed or something, I just send everybody I love a hundred million TikToks. So it's fine. That's my <laughs> problem too, is if I get a little like toasty boasty, I'll just be like TikTok sharing. My favorite, I'll do this. I don't know if I've done this to you, but you've definitely done this to me where I will send you a TikTok and then you will immediately send it back to me. Oh, I've done. Yep. I, yep. I've done that to a few people. (laughs) And I'm like, 
Yeah, I'm I know. <laughs> I fucking sent it to you. I found this. Or you'll send it to me on like Instagram reels and then I'll send it to you on TikTok and then I go check my Instagram. Because see how Jessica doesn't check TikTok. I don't really check Instagram, but I do just to see what she sends me. And <laughs> I'm a, what I sent you that one the other day. It was like, like a real adult. <laughs> yeah. I check my Insta. I check I do Instagram reels and send you trends two weeks later. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> like, it'll literally be like, Tara, I saw this Instagram reel today, blah, blah, blah. And she'll be like, yeah, I saw that like a month ago. And I was like, well, fuck <laughs> you and your knowledge of things. <laughs> We have uh, this intro, guys. This, this, if you're new here, welcome. Yeah, we this normally is not shut up already. Intro. We're normally no. very short and snappy and to the point, but Tay and I are just in a good mood today, so. Yeah. We're chit-chatting. Also, if you want to help support the show, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com backslash three spooked girls or hit the link tree, which has everything in it that you need. Everything, everything, everything is in there. We'll take you to places on the internet you want to go, including mm-hmm. our merch store. But before we go to there. For little as a dollar, you get a bonus episode each month, $5 and up, get video content. You also get ad-free episodes pretty much the day before, unless Tara has some sort of like weather issue mm-hmm. or, you know, when the internet goes out. Yeah. Right. All the time. Right. <laughs> so basically, if you are wanting an ad-free episode and you want it a day early, check it out over there. $5 and up, get those. We also have a merch store. I'm very proud, very proud of our new merch. So cute. My favorite is still my Papa Joe. Oh shirt. my god. Ma-ma-ma-ma. I need to get it. Yep. Love it. I can't wait to get like a crew neck. When Kelly got <laughs> hers, Kelly's one of our mods and I love her to death. And when she bought the shirt and then I was like, okay, I want to see it on. And she put it on. I was like, oh my God. I've never been more excited about something I've ever created in my whole fucking life. Yes. Oh my God. If we ever did a meetup, like we should just get matching ones and just wear them. Then everybody will find us. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna wear those jeans and converse <gasps> but they're gonna so be purple down. converse because of the purple in the yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. all right that's the uniform guys for this not Papa planned Joe sweatshirt up. or t-shirt <laughs> jeans and purple converse it's gonna be amazing if you would like <laughs> and i'm just gonna like throw it out here tara and i are trying to do meetups because mm-hmm. you know we found out that a lot of people are like centrally located to the united states that listen like around okc and tara lives close to okc so like we might be like hitting up okc to do a meetup we're we're talking about it so mm-hmm. y'all let us know what you think about that mm-hmm. let feedback. us know if you want to meet and us people, in person i mean yeah. those of you who have met us in person are probably like oh they were kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> depends who i'm a ask. weirdo so it's fine <laughs> no but like for, but for real though it, especially our listeners that are local to the area and stuff like that let us know if you have suggestions on places. It's not going to be anything like crazy, you know, probably like drinks, food, hangout, that kind of thing. But yeah, give us ideas. Yeah, I would love that because then I can go check it out because I live, you know, down the, down what is away. it called? The toll, the interstate? Is it interstate here? I always get confused. Well, it, it's an interstate if it runs interstate. between multiple states. Otherwise, I think mm. it's a freeway. Well, there's or a tolls. highway. A highway. I had this conversation the other day with someone. I was like, what the fuck is... I don't well, really... I just use the names interchangeably because I'm dumb. I'm sorry. So, I, <laughs> I, for those of you who may not know, Tara got married on the 5th and I went back I for her wedding. Yay! And mm-hmm. when I'm like Googling like how to get from OKC to her house, <laughs> I, there's like these fucking tolls and I'm like, 
from yeah. California tolls are where bridges are. I was like, where the fuck are there bridges in Oklahoma? No bridges. <laughs> no, just in the road. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. They just charge you $1.75 to drive through the road. That's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. And then they just mail you your little bill. That's <laughs> true. Okay. Well, now that we have wasted a good 12 minutes of y'all's time. You're welcome. You love us. Some of you are regretting, but it's fine. So people are like, goodbye. Shut They're up. like, go, we are go, done Okay, today. okay. If you're new and you're like, damn, these bitches talk too fucking much, just go listen to another one because literally you know. most of the time our intros are like a minute, if that. So. Yeah. Literally, I still <laughs> to talk fair. through them. But we're just, we're just in a hyper mood today and we're recording. And so we know that people like to hear the real us sometimes. Mm-hmm. This, this is it. This is what happens when Taryn and I hang go. out. It's probably because we just hung out. <laughs> so oh, yeah, like, for sure. And this is our, in the last, like, 24 hours, this is our third episode we've recorded? Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of all amped up because the episode that went out last Thursday for a stabby yeah. had us fucking just going. Mm-hmm. Please someone count how many times I said fuck in that episode, cause, or fuckery, because <laughs> I think I said it a lot. I may have beaten Tara's previous record of 68. <laughs> well, that was for Chad Daybell's bitch ass, so it's fine. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into this. So we are talking about Massachusetts, scary urban legends and haunts. And we're going to flip flop back and forth. And then depending on what time we have, we might talk about a guide to the spookiest places in mm-hmm. Massachusetts. So we'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. If not, we'll post it in the yeah. group. Okay. The first one is the Friends Cemetery in Leicester. If I'm saying that wrong, I'm sorry. I apologize. Is said to be a gateway to hell. Dun dun dun. Known as Spider Gates Cemetery, this old Quaker cemetery located in Leicester is said to be hell's gateway. It's said that the center of the cemetery was used for satanic worship. The ground secreted white unknown substances, and spirits can be summoned from their graves. There are also reports of cases of human tragedies in the cemetery. Cases such as a murderer and dismemberment of a young girl and a teenage boy who said to have hanged himself. Oh my god, how fucking horrible. Fucking cemetery. Oh, okay, before we go on, I have to say something. I went to visit Tara's hometown, or not her hometown, but her new town that she lives in. And guys, I shit you fucking not, there is a cemetery right outside their high school. (laughs) Dude, yeah, like right in the middle of fucking campus. I'm like, okay. Between the elementary and middle school and the high school is just a convenient cemetery. Don't know why, just there, but cool. The Boston Light is home to a demon. Bum, bum, bum. It's said that the lighthouse in Cohasset is home to a demon known as, oh, Hobomock. The deaths began a few months after the first keeper started working. He drowned after his first boat capsized. Later, the second keeper, Robert Saunders, also drowned. A year later, the keeper left two of his assistants at their post on April 11, 1851. He was unable to return the same day due to strong winds. Days later, after the wind and fog cleared, the structure was gone. One assistant washed up on the shores of Gull Rock Island, and the other was found in Nantucket. The community thus believes Hobomock has struck again. Damn. Wow. Hobo Mock, you're just making, just flinging people places. Okay, number three is Joshua Ward's house is haunted by witches. Legend has it that Sheriff George Corwin lived and died on Joshua Ward's land. Corwin, named the Strangler, 
so many questions established his home and jail in Salem in 16 in the 1680s. Corwin ordered 19 men and women who were suspected witches and warlocks to be executed. In Ward's house, the spirits of two witches are linked to the Salem witch trials. Together with Corwin, they haunt the house at night. Also, like having little battles. Okay. These spirits <laughs> slam doors, cause lights to flicker, and are also said to overturn garbage cans. Because he was garbage. Just going to point that out. Mm. Suspecting people of witchcraft. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. Ooh, a fave. Lizzie Borden's house. <gasps> if you're an OG, you know that was the very first time Jessica and I covered true crime on the show. It is. And it was like the start of what we have now. So it just it just always... That, that story... Just like always holds a little extra place in my heart. You named because a cat of that. After her. I I mean yes I did. I have a cat named Lizzie, who's a fucking gym now. She was she was very Lizzie Borden esque for a while. She was very rambunctious as a kitten, <laughs> but she's great now. She's a lazy fat cat, but she's not too bad. Okay, so this Lizzie was accused of using an axe to kill her father and stepmother in 1892. She was, however, acquitted of the crime, as we all know. The Borden house, located in Fall River, is said to be haunted by the spirits of Lizzie's father and stepmother. Those who stay in the house say they saw ghosts, and they felt like they were being watched. Paranormal researchers investigated the Borden house, and it has been featured on the Travel Channel, on Ghost Adventures, and a lot of other places. And also, if you guys don't know the story of, like, that dude that stabbed himself or whatever, please go read that. Do you remember that? He, like, stabbed himself in the neck with, like, a pen or something, I think. Yeah, and then they, yeah. didn't oh they gosh. just sell or something recently? Yes, I believe, yeah, like a year, couple, I, it might have been right after COVID, but yeah, they did sell. They did. Sat there down. were a lot of houses that got fucking, like, haunted, famous haunted houses that got sold, because, like, yeah, there was, what was it, the Conjuring House got sold? Mm, yes, or the Amity, yeah. Or the Amity House. One it's of the Conjuring two. House. Yeah, those owners, they... I don't know if they actually ended up selling it or they were going to. I can't, I'm going to have to go look because the daughter of the owners or maybe ex-owners now, like she's on TikTok. So I know that like I know that they were going to like one of those, either the Conjuring mm-hmm. or the Amityville is now like or they were turning it into like an attraction. Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they were going to have stuff there. And then so. I think the COVID stuff like, yeah. OK, number five. The Taunton State Hospital harbored a serial killer. Initially known as the State Lunatic Hospital, Taunton State Hospital opened its doors in 1854. A nurse known as Jane Toppin, who worked at the hospital, confessed to killing 31 people. Rumors Mm -hmm. state that some of the staff were members of a satanic cult. Although the hospital is now closed, while open, there were incidences of unknown figures blocking the entrances to the basement. There are also cases of lights going on and off and figures walking or watching patients from the ceiling. Oh, my God. From the ceiling? No. Gross. Gross. I would gross. so much rather be like, see them walk through the door. Ew. Yeah. People are supposed to walk through doors, not ever on the ceiling. For real. But yes, I did cover it a couple years ago. So if you want to listen about that, that was a whole fucking thing. Go check that out. And it's also cool when like I like when we do those like older cases like that, too. Mm-hmm. Because it's always so interesting. I love when, like, that it's, like, true crime and paranormal, like, merge. 
Mm-hmm. Me too. All right. Number six, Puckwudgie's bait, unsuspecting travelers and kill them. Oh. So, tales from the Wampanoag tribe state that tiny gray humanoid beasts known as Puckwudgies live in the swamp regions of eastern Massachusetts. Resembling porcupines that walk in an upright position. Oh my god, that's fucking terrifying. These creatures are said to lure unexpecting people to their deaths. Legend has it that they that they blind people, attack them with their tiny spears, and push them off cliffs. Damn. You know what came to mind when we started talking about the porcupines? Mm-hmm. When I was visiting Tara, I was telling this story that I once slept in a room with a hedgehog. And Tara's wife, Shannon, was like, a hedgehog? Like, is in Sonic? As in, like, a hedgehog? <laughs> it was like, I kept saying, yeah, hedgehog. And it was like, she couldn't compute. And I was like, I oh, know. I was also freaked out. <laughs> I like that you clarified. You were like, not blue. <laughs> I did. I was like, not. Because she's like, like Sonic. And I was like, yeah, but not blue. Anyway. Number seven. In the 1930s, a tall, dark, shadowy creature terrorized Provincetown. Before its disappearance in December of 1945, a dark creature terrorized the people of Provincetown. Those who saw it say the creature jumped over high fences. There was also cases of physical attacks that were reported by two men. Dun dun dun. What did it look like? This is no information. Just a shadowy creature. Ooh, supernatural activity is commonplace at the Bridgewater Triangle. In the Freetown Fall River State Forest is a 200-square-mile area known as Bridgewater Triangle. This forested area is said to have abundant supernatural activities. They include suicides, murders, satanic rituals, and and animal mutilations. There has also been reports of cases of UFO sightings and masked figures. Scary. Scary, scary. Scary. Number nine, Shelton Hall is home to the spirit of Eugene O'Neill. Hmm. Before Boston University converted it to its residence in 1954, the building was originally known as Shelton Hall. It was first built as the Sheraton Hotel in 1923. A year before the building was converted to the Boston University, Eugene O'Neill, a playwright, died in room 401. Myths state that O'Neill knocks on doors and stops elevators on the floor which he died. That's not too bad. Nah. All right, our next one. Anyone who approaches Dogtown is cursed by the Queen of Witches. Dogtown, which was established in 1693, was said to be inhabited by witches and feral dogs. According to residents of the neighboring towns, the nearby woods were haunted. The neighbors also said that... Thomasine Tammy Younger was the queen of witches. She cursed anyone who got too close. Residents have since abandoned the town, which is surrounded by rocks bearing peculiar inscriptions. I want to go. Let's go. Anyway, number 11. Lovecraft is based on Danvers State Mental Hospital. Featured in H.P. Lovecraft's stories, the Arkham Asylum was inspired by Danvers State Mental Hospital. Built in the 1880s, the hospital, which was intended for only 600 patients, ended up about four times its capacity. Apparently, Mm. frontal lobotomies were perfected (gasps) at Danvers Hospital. With 2,300 patients, the staff was was overwhelmed. 
There are reported cases of patients dying and not being discovered for days. Oh, that's fucking horrible. That's so sad. Yeah. The S.K. Pierce mansion was said to be killing its inhabitants. Built in 1875, legend has it that Sylvester Knowlton Pierce's mansion in Gardner was responsible for the tragic events that took place there. Pierce moved into the house with his first wife, Susan, and within three weeks, Susan had fallen ill and died. <gasps> the house was later sold and turned into a boarding house of ill repute. A young boy is said to have drowned, and a sex worker was murdered. Those who visit the house said the spirits are still actively lingering in the house, and you could even feel them push you. That's not fun. Mm -mm. Number 13. Mysterious sounds and sightings at the Husik Tunnel. I like that name, Husik. Also known as the Bloody Pit. The Husik, that's a fun name to be known as. <laughs> the Bloody Pit. Also known as the Bloody Pit, the Husik Tunnel is said to have frightening sightings and sounds. Running between North Adams and Florida, this railroad tunnel was constructed in the mid-19th century. More than 200 people died while the tunnel was under construction. Tales of scary sightings and sounds have been told for more than 150 years. Wow, that's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Unknown male hitchhiker on Route 44. For more than five decades, there have been reported cases of an unknown hitchhiker on Route 44. The mysterious man is usually spotted near the Rehoboth and Seekonk, I am probably saying that completely wrong, so sorry, town line. Always said to be looking distressed, the man is said to be dressed in a flannel shirt that's red in color. Apparently, the man disappears when the driver stops to give him a ride. Oh, damn. Interesting. The next one that we have is Wizard's Glen, which makes me just fun. Unless this turns out to be like some sort of like bad thing, I'm going to be sad. Mm -mm. Located just four miles from Pittsfield, Massachusetts, Wizard Glen is said to be a haunted spot in the Berkshires where human sacrifices once took place. A lot of human sacrifice going on there. Yeah. Indigenous shamans allegedly carried out the sacrifices on the devil's altar. Since Wizard's Glen is a rocky hollow known for producing echoes, the area has decidedly or has a decidedly spooky feel. Legend says the area is haunted by the daughter of an indigenous chief. The Dungeon Rock Cave. This is located in Lynn and is allegedly the place a pirate named Thomas Veal buried several treasure chests filled with silver and gold back in 1658. Veal lived in the cave until he lost his life during an earthquake. Even though Hiram Marble bought the cave and lived on the site for several years, it's uncertain if he ever found the treasure. Marble reportedly moved there in 1852 after receiving directions to the treasure from Veal's ghost. Interesting. I ended with who wants to go to Glen? Who wants to go to Who wants to go to Lynn? Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Me. Very treasure. It's like the the Florida Man TV show. <laughs> okay. The last one for today is Tenny's Gray Court Castle. Ooh. Even more Massachusetts treasure is supposedly hidden in Tenny's Gray Court Castle in Methan? Methian? Sorry, I horrible with names. The estate of Charles H. Tenney is reportedly in the walls of the castle. In the 1930s, a rumor circulated that $20,000 was discovered in one of the castle's towers. 
but the find was never confirmed. Dang. It was like kind of a up and then a letdown. <laughs> Who knows? There's a lot of there's a lot of spooky, scary things there because you have to, you know, like New England has so much history because where a country started and all that great stuff. It's very so, true. Yeah, very true. I, I'm not surprised. It's like completely filled with with haunted things. So I love, it. I love it. Mm-hmm. So with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode. We will be back on Thursday with another installment of Don't Pick Up the Phone. And we are going to see what the fuck happens on that episode. So yeah, we will see you then. Bye, guys. Bye.